It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening, everybody. Luke here from Auto Know Better podcast. Um, got a very special, uh, special episode for you all tonight. Uh, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of somber, somber episode. Joined tonight by uh, by three of the other guys, three of the regulars. Uh, Gilly, how are we doing, mate? All right. Could be better. Could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Smarty, how's tricks, buddy? Well, I ain't killed myself, so that's a positive. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, yeah, every cloud and all that, every cloud and all that. And finally, last but certainly most least, Jay, how are you doing, mate? All right. I've got a vodka, mate. I'll I'll survive. Have you ever uh, uh, drowned uh, in your glass, Jay? Yeah, I've got any bloody metal straws with you tonight, have you? That we're gonna have to uh, take off. None of that, pal. None of that, don't worry. Confiscate them off you. Um none of that. Yeah, look, look, obviously got together tonight. We'd usually be doing our our weekly pod, but we we, we got our heads together in the group chat and uh just decided that we that we think well, I mean, it was obvious what we we're going to do tonight, wasn't it? Really, we didn't need any polls or anything like that. Um, got our heads together and decided to put a uh, a bit of a, a memoir or a or an ode to uh, to Marcelo Bielsa. So we're going to get into, and uh, I'm sure we're going to hear lots of our individual memories, but also from from some of our friends uh, as well. So looking really forward to tonight's episode. Um, we'll play the intros we normally would, and then we'll uh, we'll get into a bit of a chat, lads. All right. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. Good evening, good evening, lads. Um, so yeah, real sad episode for me. I think this. I was saying to somebody earlier on text that um, this almost feels like like my goodbye. Uh, and I know it sounds a bit dramatic and a bit a bit probably uh, a bit deep, really. But I didn't think I'd, I'd ever expect to feel the way I do now about a sixty year, sixty six 
eight-year-old Argentine who doesn't have a fucking clue who I am. Do you know? I honestly didn't think I'd ever feel like this about him. I knew the day would come, and it, it just shouldn't. It just for me, it should shouldn't have been like this. And and it it has upset me. I've been a different person. I'm not going to lie. Over the few days, I don't know how has it affected you guys. I mean, I've noticed you've been a different person because you've been quite nice to me. So I mean, in that respect, <laughs> it's not been so bad. <laughs> Mate, you smart. Are you are you supping tea there? Um. Yeah. No coffee. Um, <laughs> I've got all sorts of drinks and shit knocking around me at minute. Um, uh, probably jack up at fucking uh, shortly afterwards. No, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think from from kind of walking out at ground with my head in my hands, um, I've just found it really, really difficult. Weirdly, like you say, someone who I've never met, so um, someone who um doesn't even know who I am. Um, and I'm, I'm sad there with me, with my head up my ass, head in my hands, Saturday night staring into fucking space in my living room, like you know what the fuck's going on. Did it feel like you knew it was going to happen after the game on Saturday? Because I know, I know, I obviously weren't at the game, and I, 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 I seen the reports coming through, and I was like, how the fuck have BT Sports got that information so quick? I was, you know, quite quick to rubbish it. Um, but obviously walking out the ground, it's slightly different. You hear mutterings and probably a lot of people are saying that they wanted him to go, probably soon switch, you know, change their mind. So did it feel almost like it was coming to an end then? Did you, did you have a feeling? I, no, not, not until I got in my car. It, it was weird because obviously we, we'd, we'd had the games against Scum and, and Liverpool. And then Saturday were a bit, it were a bit positive at the start, especially at first, you know, the atmosphere in, in stadium were, 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 were cracking. And then, it all went to shit and we started conceding conceding goals. And then I, I don't know what, how everyone else felt, but I just started to have this really bad sinking feeling in my stomach. You know, like someone, it felt like someone were washing up in my stomach a little bit. Mm. And I, I, it was just kind of this daunting, I can't see anything sort of positive anywhere. It's going to absolute rat shit. You know, the, the crowd had gone completely silent and we're just basically just watching everything just fall apart. And usually there's a bit of a buzz and stuff outside ground and all that sort of stuff. It was just silent. People with their heads down, just walking home. It was horrible. It was really, really horrible. And then I saw a tweet from, um, I think it was Philly. When I got back in my car, I saw something from Philly pop up saying, this could be it for Bielsa. And I was just like, no, no, I'm not having that. And then as the night transcended, then obviously more and more people starting to report it and stuff. And then that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. It were awful. Yeah. What about yeah, just... what about you, you Gilly? How, how's it? How's it? How's it sort of took its toll on you over the last couple of days? Yeah, I think it, this this it seems far fetched, especially in the context of what you guys have already said. You know, this guy doesn't know who we are. He's got no idea who we are. We're in a position where we're kind of mourning a situation around somebody that has no clue what's going on in our minds, but. I think from my perspective, I, I've, I've been grieving and that seems daft, but I, I genuinely have. When you look at the stages of grieving, um, you, you know, that, that that initial one of denial, I wasn't having that at all. I just wasn't having it. It, it kind of, it didn't seem real. And, um, you know, it, it did seem really abstract on the evening and, and I couldn't um, I couldn't rationalise it in my mind. Couldn't, couldn't get there. And then there was definitely anger. And I'm still feeling some of that now. Um, I think I, um, 
So the stages are um, denial, anger, uh, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. I've certainly not got to acceptance yet. I think I'm somewhere between anger and depression. Um, and that's pretty much, that is how I'm feeling at the moment. And I don't think I'll be able to accept it until I see some evidence that is all right. And that sounds really weird. Yeah, and if you look at the managers that we've had, um, and you look at the, the history that we've had, we, uh, you know, Milanich and uh, Steve Evans and, and, and Heck and the Hawk, and, you know, we couldn't wait to see the back of them. I've never, ever found myself in a position of thinking, oh, my God, I hope he's all right. Because <laughs> what I wanted uh, was... Uh, what was best for my club and actually what was best for my club I was 100% convinced that they weren't right for my club and shouldn't have been there in the first place can't feel that way about Bielsa I can't yeah. rationalise it in my mind and I'm, re- I'm still struggling with it now I mean even oh, everybody everybody I've spoken to I mean the majority of people I've spoken to um, feel the same Leeds fans are pro- proper Leeds fans I mean any any that you speak to I can't say proper Leeds fans because we're all entitled to different opinion things but what I mean is people I've who I've who I'd never imagined to be upset over 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 a man, never mind a sixty-six year old man. You know, it just doesn't add up. Why? How? How we've all got to this 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 stage in 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 our lives where we are where we are grieving and 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 mm. one of the one of the sayings is when he, when he left Chile that they became Bielsa widows, and you can see why they're feeling uh, and mm. you can see why they feel that. Um, just really quickly, Jay, do you want to just flick through a couple of the comments before we play our first video? Basically, get ladies and gents tonight the the sort of um, agenda we've got, oh, not agenda, but the, the, the sort of route that we're going to take. We've got plenty of videos to show you from from lots of friends of uh, of Orton or Better. Uh, we've also got a couple of videos that a couple of lads have made. Matt making one, uh, the intro video here, and then Jay making uh, a bit of an outro to, to, to finish us off tonight. So, uh, so yeah, stay tuned with us. Uh, we'll just go through a few comments that do start coming in, Jay, if you, if you will. Yeah, I will. Just give me one minute. I'm just going to say what I thought about it all because I made a joke about stuff, but I hadn't really said about how I actually felt about it yet. So I just want to get that out before we move on. Um, Matt, there, you said a lot of the same stuff I felt, to be honest. The denial, especially because when those rumours started coming out, I was thinking, nah, it can't be true. Can't be true. Got to be a way to stop this if it is happening. Surely, like, when they see how we're all reacting to it, they'll reverse this, you know. But it were clearly the other guy were a done deal, clearly. It were already in the works on it and the way it was released the way it got out through certain sources i think that really upset people because it were it was something that seemed like the club may have thrown it straight out there straight after the game and for everything that bielsa has done for us he deserved so much better than that and you know you were saying about like feeling this way about an old man you know i i thought the same i was worried about him i was thinking is he sat at home crying now you know, in his armchair on his own. And that thought killed me. It really did. I mean, that game, during the game, I said to the guy next to me, if we get hammered here, I don't think he'll survive this. Because there was just that feeling of doom in the air. And you could you could sense it in the ground. The crowd were dead. It was flat. It's it's never like that. We never boo the players off. Not in a Bielsa team, anyway. And it happened at half-time and full-time. And, yeah, I mean, this is the guy that made a lot of people fall back in love with football. Um, as a Leeds fan, this will sound quite cheesy, I think, but I think he also taught us how to be better human beings with the way he conducted himself. I don't think he made us as Leeds fans 
far more, he gave us far more integrity and far more belief. Not once did you hear Bielsa complain about a referee or a VAR or any of his players. Never. Not not once, and then and then you see fucking Frank Lampard today, and, and I yep. don't want to make this about other people, but you see him complain, a, a written complaint about the level of referee. Do you know, it just goes there are levels to this type of shit, and he's he's all. I mean, we'll come on to it in a minute. I know we've got we've got a lot of people and a lot of things to get through, but yeah, um, we'll we'll, we'll go to, to the comments in a sec. Yeah, yeah, let's let's let's, let's get get onto the comments, and then we'll, we'll crack on yeah, with, with on. Matt's first video. But yeah, it does feel like a bereavement, you know, and it's hard to accept that this guy's gone that we love, but. We will uh, hand the floor to our esteemed viewers now. So we've got uh, Bremner's Ghost. Evening, lads. Utterly gutted. Feels like the worst fuck-up a Leeds board's made since hiring Ridsdale. Can't really disagree with that, to be honest. There's been a lot of fuck-ups over the years, but I think this is pretty significant. I'd say fucking hiring Hockaday were one of them. I would rate it. stacking Bielsa is higher than... Hiring Hockaday. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, massively. Absolutely, massively. Yeah. Um, good evening, Alison and Marty. Uh, feels like a victory to Leeds head. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. This 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 pod isn't about any negativity, I don't suppose, in particular. We just want to try and keep it, uh, you know, be else focus. But, yeah, probably right. Grieving, yeah, I think you're right. Um, Lynn's, all she wants to know is that he's all right. I mean, there's there's lots of stories floating around, isn't there? That, I mean, we don't know how many of them are true, but did anybody listen to the the, the, the square ball and, and John Richardson? I haven't had yeah, a chance yet. I really want to listen to it, but I haven't had a chance. I've not, I've not been able I've to. Not, I want I've ready yet. yet. I've not listened to it yet, but I was I was told by a text, and I, and I am going to listen to it as soon as I get the opportunity, but... Um, there was a bit. Essentially, he drove down to see if Bielsa was all right. Bielsa couldn't get out. He couldn't get out of his car. He just passed it to some bits to his driver, some signed photos and stuff because he was that distraught. And I've heard other other reports that he was sat at Thorpe Arch in his car for an hour or so after uh, after meeting everybody and cried his eyes out and just sat in his car crying. And I they had, had senior I senior that. players going over um, to him. I think that might be a bit of God's wall up that because uh, really? um, John Richardson on on, on uh, Square Ball Pod said that he wasn't in there long. So it kind of contradicts that bit of a... Uh, no, hang on a minute. D did he go back the next day? Because yeah. Bielsa did. He went back the next morning. But he was there until late the evening before as well. Yeah. Oh, really? So it could have been... It, oh, well, right, you yeah. fair enough. Huh? Yeah, because Stats told us he was up there as well, didn't he, when he was up there? That's right. Utter disrespect to the one man that, that returned at Leeds to where they belong. Has to do miracles with the mediocre squad. Uh, no players brought in left to hang. I would be heartbroken. Yeah, I think we all, I think we all feel that Miguel. I think you spot on. We all feel a little bit like that. Um, so. Jack, evening lads. This is so tough. Order myself a big fuck off Bielsa flag, and we will hang it with pride. Good on you, Jack. Good keep man. That, keep keep those memories going. Um, wasn't supposed <laughs> to end this way. He deserves so much more. That's what hurts. Yeah, stories about a bit upset. Not cheesy, Jay. Uh, when he made the players litter pick around Thorpe Arch, yeah, we'll come on to some stories in a bit, Jack. So, so get your comments coming in about your favourite stories that you've heard about uh, about Bielsa in his in his tenure here. Because yeah, it was it was um, yeah, just mentioned that Luke. A um, couple more, and then we'll just go on to the video. Uh, this I'll be is honest, a really good one. This is what I wanted until it happened. Be careful what you wish for. Devastated in the manner it was handled. He deserved more. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably sit in a similar camp to Derek here. Um, there's a lot of people that that were calling for Bielsa's head, and now it happened. They sort of maybe took a step back and sort of, uh, you know, took a few breaths and, and and maybe thought that 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 could have just been in, in the heat of the moment. I and think like, uh, you know, a lot of people. Much... Sorry, Sorry go on. 
All right. Um, a lot of people, I think, um, may have been sort of frustrated and voicing it, but don't didn't actually believe deep down that it would go. So it was kind of like you could moan, you could say, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, we need somebody else or we need fresh decisions. Because you, you were pissed off after a game and you didn't actually think it was going to happen. And I think that mm. that's probably the case for a few people, to yeah. be honest. I mean, I, I moaned a bit. You know, I, I never wanted him out or anything, but I, I did say... You don't moan. Shut up, Luke, you fucker. Go on, Gilly. I did, say, on, Gilly. I did say some of these decisions are baffling, you know, so I can understand yeah, that. Yeah, I think if, if you reflect on the Arsenal fan base and look at what they had with Wenger out and they had mass, mass demonstrations about getting him out of their club and look what they've had since, and definitely very much you can see there, be careful what you wish for. Um, I mean, I... I I don't know. <laughs> I had a point, but it's just tough. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is tough. Um, uh, last couple of ones, then, and we're going to go into the, the first video of tonight. Um, a positive note: new guy made all the right noise in the first interview. Absolutely, Bremner's ghost. I'm sure we'll uh, sure we'll come on to that another on another podcast. Um, final one, then. Nelly used to pass it regularly, and whether it be deep regret not stopping. That was one of my regrets that having not met him. Uh, I've not gone out of my way to try and meet him or uh, or anything. So uh, absolutely gutted. I never. I never had never had the uh, the pleasure uh, to to meet with him. So yeah, pretty good on that one. But yeah, uh, that leads us nicely then into our our first uh, first video of the night, which was made very kindly by by Gilly. So yeah, look, enjoy this, and then we'll get into something else. area to Luke Ayling. Now Luke Ayling can set off on a run here. Swansea have got to get those men back and Leeds can try and exploit that. Click. Out wide it goes to Helder Costa. The space and there's an overlapping run from Ayling and Ayling gets the ball and there are men in the box and it comes for Pablo Hernandez and Pablo Hernandez scores a goal for Leeds United! Oh! Goal! A goal! A goal! Hernandez! Swansea nil! Leeds United won!
they've gone about it and because of the disappointment of last season the way it ended and the pain they all must have felt and to aim up for Rafinha in the penalty area plays it up towards the penalty spot looping header it's hit the bar Bamford Patrick Bamford follows up to nod the ball in and Leeds United deservedly are level in this game 1-1 still on the edge of the penalty area for Leeds to defend though and it's played into the penalty area and then a good challenge from Phillips now then Leeds can break Rafinha is one against two as Rafinha crosses the halfway line. Ball at his feet, but look at the Leeds players streaking in to join him. Rafinha still goes, goes wide to Hernandez. Hernandez on the edge of the penalty. Look at the players here, queuing up. Ayatke! Oh, yes! Well, that should win the game for Leeds United. Let's go up in there again. Now Leeds can break away again because Hernandez has it on the edge of the penalty area. And he's played it onto Jack Harrison. And now it's 3v2. And it's Harrison with Cleek out wide of him. And it's Harrison who's still going up towards the edge of the penalty area. Oh! You know what's just happened there, don't you? Jack Harrison has fired in an absolute fizzer. Top corner. And it's Leeds United 5, Newcastle 2. At 5pm on the 16th of January 2019, Marcelo Bielsa gave a 70-minute press conference in order to address the Spygate saga. Ahead of the press conference, rumours abounded. He's designed for less than this. He's going to walk. The intention was to demonstrate that Bielsa's squadron of staff were so meticulous in their approach that no matter who they watched training, they already had all of the relevant and pertinent information available to them. Leeds went on to refine £200,000 to stand on a public footpath, with Fat Frank's lies unpunished altogether. Bielsa paid the fine himself. Subsequently to this case, the FA legislation on conduct in the time leading up to a football match changed. To make that clear, the rules came into effect after Bielsa openly states his team had been observing other teams' training sessions, yet the club were still punished. Leeds absolutely battered Derby County that evening, 
Derby were very lucky to get away losing by under two goals. Rodrigo, hands on hips, waits for the signal from the referee. Signal comes now. Rodrigo strikes a ball and scores for Leeds United! And Ellen Road goes absolutely crazy! 1 1! Well done, Gilly. Yeah, smashing bit of work that. I mean, just looking Smashed back through, through through some of through some of the comments that were coming in there while that video was being played. Uh, you know, so much to admire in that short video. So much to admire, and 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 we just took you know, as, I mean, Matt just took as quickly as he could. I mean, that wouldn't have taken that long to put together because there was that many memories of him that we could yeah. you know that we could have chosen from. Um, made some you know. Thank you. Got it. Just makes you so thankful, doesn't it? You know, to to have actually, to have actually seen all that and 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 almost been there and witnessed it. And I know, I know, a lot of that happened. At the, I mean, all the real top memories happened at the height of height of lockdown and whatnot. But but just to experience being a Leeds United fan during those during those times, there's so much there that could be that could be quite easily forgotten if you know if if you wanted to and if you wanted to look at you know the the the, the, the negatives. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, just going back to the very first part of that video, the, the Klitsch goal, I was that was that was right back in was it 2018? I think it was in August 2018. Um, and you know, Calvin had been sat there with um, Gary Rowett, I think it was when they were doing a press conference, and uh, Bielsa would obviously had, had us all summer, and and Calvin knew Calvin knew we were in. You know that we were going to be in fine fettle that season, and and now it piped up and said something along the lines of he hasn't seen the bookmakers odds, uh, yeah. and that was it. That was the first. That that was that was that was the first time we saw we, we you know we saw what football was, uh, and and it just changed everything I knew about football. You know, it just made and it just continued and continued and got better and better, didn't it? It, it was like it did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what was your, what was your favourite moment from that then, Smarty? From from that lot there, I know there was quite a lot to take in there, but um, um, any one of those in particular? Swansea. Um, just, I, I always used to think. Remember David Beckham's free kick for to uh, against Greece to get us into. Uh, I can't remember what World Cup. Euros, Always used to give me goosebumps and stuff like that, but that is absolutely fuck all compared to Swansea goal. Pablo Hernandez and that winner. I, I could feel, I could literally feel my whole body, the goosebumps on the whole body, just every single time I watched that. Just unreal. Just brings back so many good memories. At that point when everyone thought, you know what, I think we're going to do it here. I think we're going to go up as champions. That were it for me. I watched it on a on a beach because obviously, you know, you were, but I, I don't think we were allowed in pubs then. I can't remember. But I had my laptop out on a beach and I was doing fucking somersaults and cartwheels. Obviously not right. But, you know, <laughs> falling over a fair bit. Uh, flicking sand in everyone's eyes. But yeah, it would, no, it was great. And I, I just went mental. And that specifically, as well as everything else, you know, going back to that Stoke, that Stoke game, like you say, look, you know, 
just everything about the, the day, I just couldn't stop smiling. Like, what what am I witnessing here? You know, after so many years of just shit and it not really been about football, going to going to Ellen Road was more about a social aspect for me. Mm. Going and having a beer with my mates and going and watching some dickheads fucking kick a bag of window down. But from that point, watching them pass the ball the way they did, the movement, the, the pressing, it was just like, what is this? What are we watching? And the rest is history, as they say. Um, but yeah, that for me, the, the Swansea bit is the highlight for me, definitely. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, what about you, Gilly? And thanks very, very much for for putting that video to, together. Um, some real, real good, good bits in that video, and they're really well made. Really, really, really enjoyed it. So, uh, but yeah, if you were, to, I mean, you said you were emotional putting that video together. I know in the group chat. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I want uh, which, which part of that stands out mostly for you? Then would you say uh, out of what was in that video? Just that video, yeah. Just out of, of what you made there. Um, I mean, it, it, it is tough to look past that Pablo bit, um, just because, as I wrote at the bottom of, of the screen, that was it, it. Felt very much exactly as Marty was saying. That felt like that's when we actually knew, um, and so. But the Calvin hug and the. Patrick, <laughs> and then the big hug, and, and you, you're just thinking, oh, I really want a Bielsa hug. <laughs> so happy. So happy. Like they, yeah. he's literally, and and the players are in awe of him, but he's just, he's almost let his guard down, hasn't he? And he's yeah. like, yeah. I am not Marcelo Bielsa anymore. I'm the, I'm your your mate who's got you promoted to the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I, I I really I really really did enjoy the shitalsery of my big out Thomas Frank. I mean, I really enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) After all the shit that we put and and the Brentford, um, the issues that we'd had against them, like the season before when we were going for promotion and then we went to their place and slipped up and... Canos uh, was headbutting in. going, the Canos headbutt against Alioski and the dives and uh, Dean Smith and, you know, they they were a team to be hated. And I really enjoyed that as well. I've got to say, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Good, good. Jay, last but not least, uh, I keep leaving you to last. I'm sorry, Jay. I'll start with you next time. You do, time. mate. You do. Um, but um, <laughs> but when, when you when you're so so far away, mate, I can only you know. <laughs> um, How small is part? <laughs> These cows. This cow is close. Those cows are far away. Glad to say, some things never change, lads. How far away are they? Hit me, Jay. What's your not hit me actually because you've got pretty the big Rubarmy. <laughs> Listen, right. Um I'll tell you what, just for the comedy value of it, I'll be honest and I'll say before that Stoke game, like none of us had any idea what was to come. Like we couldn't have possibly imagined. And I remember saying to the lads I go with, um, I says fucking hell, nah. We're we're going down us. We've had it. Finished like 14th, whatever it was, season before. We've, we've spent fuck all money. You know, who the fuck's this Ben White that they've brought in? You know what I mean? Who, yeah. Who's that guy? He's not going to do anything. And then we went out there and smashed Stoke and the rest is history. I think like we literally were stood there for most of that game just with his jaws hanging open. Like, what the fuck is going on? Ben White was even after. Well, but, well, whatever. <laughs> I said I was moaning about investment. Um, <laughs> I don't mean. I, it all blurs to, into one for me now. You know how useless I am with my memory. But um, I just, 
we'd, we'd watched shit for so long. Nobody believed it were ever going to change at that point, I don't think. It had just been so long. We'd given up, essentially. We were used to, we were used to mid-table mediocrity, weren't we? And we didn't expect we else, I don't think. I don't think we um, really expected. We got that used to it. We, we'd been, you know, we'd pushed the playoffs a couple of times. We, you know, we'd, we were always, a t- you know, as Leeds fans, we've always had that little bit of extra expectancy that we're a little bit we better, have. we're a little bit bigger than everybody else. You know, we can go we this season. Every season's our season. But realistically, with the investments, with with the coaching staff, with the, with the owners that we've had, it's never been a, you know, we've never been one of those teams like like Wolves did that season where they had massive investment and yeah, they yeah. bought yeah. Ruben Neves and somebody else. And, and the, you know, the, it was obvious they were going up. We've never... We'd never had that, had we? Um, but but that's so, the exact model that Rad said he were going to follow. I wish you would now. <laughs> they're flying no, uh, And then it was Leicester, yeah. And now then, now they're near the bomb. But um, but yeah. Uh, so so sorry. Which Jay? Which was your favourite part? Anyway, going back to the point. Uh, it, it's to be honest, it, it has to be probably same as Smart. It with that Pablo goal against Swansea because it was just that moment when everything turned when you finally knew. Because we we didn't know what was going to happen at that point. We were all worried we were going to blow it again, and it was just that day was the day that sealed it for me. That was when everything just started falling into place. That was when that belief came. You thought we're actually really going to do this this time, and you know it's just it's heartbreaking to have been to such massive highs to to now be here talking about this, talking about Bielsa in the past tense. It's just unbelievable. If you'd said yeah. this to me three months ago, I'd have told you you're insane. If you said it to me a month ago, I'd have told you you're insane. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. I just it's crazy, isn't it? How I can never, fast, I, I can never repay what he's done for us. Yeah, I think, I think it worked from from like mid mid season. It would always kind of on cards when it the way the season were panning out and there and were a chance. We, we kind of lost our identity. We've we've lost our identity massively this year. Whether that being you know a result or a, a consequence of injuries and all that sort of stuff. But it would always in the back of my mind like this is and and Pete, you know media outlets were saying it. You know other other you know influential people within the club. You know other mm. podcasts were saying it. You know I did you know square ball. I don't really even listen to anyone else. And it, I always thought, yeah, this is probably going to be it. But I never for a second would have thought that it had ended like this. Just a complete, no. right, that's it, done. It, it just completely fell on its ass. It collapsed from within and, and that were it, job done, seal it. I always, I always, such, I always thought it'd be like this romantic end to a season. He never used to stick around, you know, after games finish. I always used to shoot off down tunnel mm. line. Just, you know, he'll come out and he'll clap the fans. Or he might even say a few words to, to you know, on a, on a microphone, like might, might do he did and stuff at Leicester. You know, that sort, of, that, that sort of thing. But, you know, it's just like, right, fucking see you back. It's just yeah. so fucking, it's just so sad. It's just so sad. And it's hurt a lot of people not not having that chance to, to, to be able to say bye properly. And it just being. It feels incredible. like he's been thrown away, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's like a candle yeah, burning uh, out, isn't it? That's that's that's, that's, yeah. it, that's it. It's like all all good things have got to come to an end. I think the biggest, I think the biggest thing for me is the way it's come to an end. It was never meant to end like this, given all those you know all those happy memories we've just looked at there over sort of five or six minutes of a video, and mm. and for it to end the way it has is is probably the the biggest 
the biggest gripe. No, I don't I wouldn't even say it's a gripe. I'd say it's more of a, a disappointment. I think um, I would like mm. to have seen him get to the end of this season, prove that he could keep us up, and we give him a, a proper big send off. You know, thank you for the last four years, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah, look, we're going to move on. We, we've got we've got plenty plenty more to get through tonight before we. Um, before we finish, so I just I, I'm conscious that we might end up being on here till twelve o'clock at night if we don't crack on. But, um, <laughs> uh, so the we, we've got a few friends of the pod who we've developed over the last sort of fifteen, sixteen months have been together now as a podcast. A um, number of people who've featured on the pod, uh, and we've asked them uh, for their contributions um, and asked if they could send us a short video of of what Marcelo meant to them and how the, uh, and what he did for this club. Uh, so we, the first video we've got is from a Mr Anders Palm, who is the chairman of the Leeds United Supporters Club of Scandinavia. Hi, this is uh, Anders Palm from uh, Norway. Mm, just came home yesterday from Leeds. A uh, rather tough week uh, with a very, very, very sad ending. Bielsa, he came and saved us. Um, he brought life into a sleeping giant and he will uh, forever be in our hearts. Um, sometimes football is more than just you know results points and table position and um, he uh, brought more into the club that maybe anyone else had ever done before and uh, he sparked like a new um, fresh uh, spirit uh, into my lead support and um, for that I will be always be grateful and uh, he will be in my heart forever um, and and some part of my Leeds magic uh, will be gone uh, with him leaving uh, I will always have uh, the club in my heart I will always support Leeds United um, but a part of the magic is gone with him and um, we kind of lost something there and um, I'm not sure if it's worth it, uh, really. Uh, we didn't get to say a proper goodbye to him. Um, I feel we should have had a packed Elm Road, standing ovations, shouting his name. And I hope we will do that uh, on the next home game. Um, and I guess we will be shouting his name all season. Uh, and, and hopefully... Um, for a longer period as well he um he was amazing for us and um and just just so sad um uh, that he's gone uh, and also in this you know this is not the way we wanted to part with him so um just very very sad <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll have a bit of a chat about that after. We'll, we'll, what we'll do, we'll play two or three videos at a time, and then we'll go back and have a bit of chat. One thing just worth noting from that one is, is is what he said about the belief. You know that that I don't think foot position isn't everything. Uh, success isn't everything when when you've been led by by a Marcelo Bielsa. Uh, and he mentioned about about losing a bit of spark and, and magic from from Ellen Road, certainly from from his perspective for for future games, which. Look, I think that's pretty much it. The fucking nail on the head for me. Uh, 
terms of in terms of his view. Uh, next up, then we've got uh, Just Joe, Joe Wayman from the Just Joe Football Show. A uh, really good friend of the pod. Uh, if you know Joe, then uh, you'll probably recognise him. He looks a little bit like me, but ugly. And Ginger. Hey, fellas. Hope you're doing fantastically well. Um, I look a bit worse for wear. I'm a little bit poorly. <laughs> I promise I've not been crying. <laughs> um, just, yeah, what, what a guy. What an amazing man. Um, a man that I will cherish for the rest of my lives. A man that I will tell my friends about, my, my son about. You know, he gave me my, my best footballing years as a Leeds United fan and, and probably ever will be. Some of the football was, was scintillating, wasn't it? And, um, yeah, just thank you, Marcelo. And, uh, yeah, I, I've done my crying now. But every time I try and look ahead and think, OK, let's see what what the future brings, I'm just straight away catapulted back into Bielsa and his tenure you know, by even a montage or a specific tweet or a moment or something that he's done. Um, I don't think we'll ever forget him. This is the thing. I think we are now officially Bielsa Widows. And we have to, you know, it's a cross we're going to have to bear. <laughs> and he's a 66-year-old Argentinian man. This isn't normal. But, you know, unless you've had him, I don't think you'll ever understand. Um, I love him, man. Thank you, Marcelo. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a good position, a good talking, good talking point. I think it pretty much echoes everything I said about the sixty-six-year-old man not knowing who we are, not giving a fuck about us. Probably would give a fuck about us if he knew us, but not actually knowing who the fuck we are on this earth. That would people, but almost he, he treat every Leeds fan with the same amount of loyalty and integrity and, and trust and everything that that if if whether he knew you or not. And uh, uh, look, for, for, he, he said. Said he loves him, you know. Joe said he loves mm. him, uh, and I think Anders was pretty much, you know, he was going down that road as well. Um, anything, anything that you can take from those two, two J. Um, there's obviously lots of similarities. There's going to be lots of similarities on uh, all of our videos that, that we've been sent tonight. But is there anything that stands out from either of those two videos that you think actually, yeah, resonate with that? That that's that's that sort of speaks for me. Do you know what the biggest sort of thing there is? It's the fact that these two guys, totally different walks of life a guy from scandinavia guy from uk here we are we're all gutted and up upset about the same one man that's brought us all together and that's the power of bielsa yeah 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 smashing smarty anything else to add to, to what jay just said there about those two <laughs> no not really um oh, nice one <laughs> next, next. <laughs> um, now I, I can see getting a bit emotional out here, Smarty. So I'll probably just avoid yeah, you for next, um, next minute. Or two. I, I, I liked what Anders Palm said about uh, we've lost the magic or we lost a bit of magic. Yeah, you're right, he, he did lose a bit of magic this year. Um, he just won that that sixth sense stuff that mad, like I say, that that the pace and stuff. It just it's not it's not been there, has it, this year? But yeah. I, I absolutely don't think that's what he meant at all. I think we've lost Bielsa and that's lost. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, no, I meant, I meant that. I yeah, I thought that's what he meant. Into, into how they're playing and stuff. It just, it just did yeah, not, yeah. it didn't feel right. Do you know what I mean? That, that's what I was getting, sorry. Leeds hating bastard. Yeah, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, we'll move on, we'll move on. Um, next up, we've got uh, ex-Leeds United Andy, Andy Cousins um, and he's got a few words to say for us. Hi, I've been asked to, to say a few words about Marcello. Well, a few words doesn't really bring it to, to forefront, really. Uh, what has he done to this football club? What has he done to, to Leeds United? He's put us on the map. He's put us worldwide. 
his brand of football was absolutely amazing. I think the um, the togetherness he's brought within the the club, the fans, the city, in particular. Um, you know, I know when uh, when Marcello was first coming into the the club, he wasn't actually that interested about the players. He wasn't that interested about Leeds United as such because he'd already done his homework on that. He was more interested in what the city was like, what the people were like. Um, and I think what you've seen now is, you know, the togetherness he's brought. Um, the, the, the camaraderie within the football club and the fans and the and the togetherness which we have um, on that side of things has been remarkable. Um, more to the point, his his way of playing has also been remarkable. I think you know the coming up into the Premiership when we won the league um, that season, some of the brand of football which we played was absolutely unbelievable, and I think some of the players you know he's got the best out of. Um, you know, you look at them in the Premiership last year, again, the brand of football. Everybody loved us, everybody loved his philosophy, everybody loved how he played. Um, and that's going to be surely missed, um, you know, on match days. Um, you know, he, you could see the welcome um, he got when he first came in. And you can also see, you know, the goodbyes um, when he's actually leaving and he's, he's disappearing now, obviously, to, to pastures new. And, um, you know, the fans are... A very, uh, a very hurt at this present moment in time, um, you know, because of this. But you know, this is football. Um, things do have to move forward. Um, you know, and let's hope that the new man now coming in and can take on a lot of these things which Marcelo has actually put and instilled into the players, into the fans, into the into the city, and he can bring that forward now into you know, the next 12 games for Leeds United. And there'll be nobody more willing um, than getting uh, the making sure that Leeds have uh, that premiership, premiership status um, than Marcello Bielsa. And his, uh, as I say, his philosophies will, will live on forever and ever and ever. Uh, very similar to Don Revy, very similar to Howard Wilkinson. You know, I would put him into the, into definitely into those those categories. Um, you know, he's up there with the best. And, uh, you know, he's brought, there's a lot of football fans around the world who now love Leeds United because of Marcello Bielsa. So we thank him for that very, very much so. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Um, I think we've got. Um, I think next up we've got uh, Ben Hope from uh, from Apollo Junction, uh, bassist from Apollo Junction, real good friend of, of the podcast. Hi, just doing a quick few words on um, sharing and what I feel myself has brought us over the last three and a half years. Uh, very sad to see him go, and the circumstance has happened. Um, but he'll be missed, but he will be remembered forever. Um, and it, it is his own words that to have that connection from fans to club, for us to feel so belonging to a club is better than any trophy. Uh, he also said words similar to that, and I do think he's right, and I don't think we'll ever get that back. Um, we do have to look forward as a club. We've got to focus on uh, staying in the league. Um, but Marcelo gave us, he gave us so much joy and love and hope. And he's turned us from, think of the reputation we had before we came. You know, we are many people's second favourite team, which I know what, I know what we can say to those people. Um, but he's really 
um, has really benefited the reputation of the club and the city as well. He's united the city. Um, he'll always be remembered for wearing his tracksuit, Morrison's Costa Coffee, and even on the corporate days. I was lucky enough with Apollo Junction to play the centenary event. Um, we beat Birmingham 1-0, and we were mingling with everyone. I was I was starstruck, but I had to look cool because I was in a band. Um, and, you know, you had Strachan, McAllister, Radrazani, all Wilkinson, all Dickie Bowes, tuxedos, and the look on Rad's face when he turned up in his tracks, it was just a picture. Um, we will miss him, and I'm sure, I'm certain he'll miss us. Um, so here's a big thanks to Marcelo. You came and you conquered. Well done. All the best. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, that one, it? Uh, ben great. thinking he's cold. Just because you're in a band, Ben, if you're watching it, don't make you cold, but it does actually. You're a band. You're a band. You're a band. That one is band all on the Elsa yeah. Bucket, something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right then, Matt, let's, let's go to you. What. Um, Andy, Andy, always straight talking, always got plenty to say. Uh, and Ben, uh, anything that re- sort of really stands out and, and, and really makes you think, you know what? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, the point about being remembered forever, uh, it goes back to um, a, a thing that's, that's been said, I've heard a few times of, uh, people might forget what you said, but people won't forget how you made them feel. And it doesn't really matter what we do from this point onwards. He'll always be there, and we'll never, we're never going to lose the way that he made us feel during this period. You know, we mentioned COVID before. Um, that was one of the main things that actually got me through, is looking forward, because I was actually being able to look forward to watching Leeds and how long it had been since we had that. So, yeah, I, I guess that, um, that abiding memory is probably the biggest element for me out of what's just been said. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think, I think, I think, in it, isn't it funny how everybody's resonating with the you know that that that's that particular saying about six not not it all being about success and you know Marcelo trying to bring people's love for football before money and happiness and everything mm. else and, and and everyone's sort of recognizing that but in little pieces and sort of put, putting a bit of a puzzle together it's really really interesting I think really that that that's what people are uh, that's what a lot of people are taking away from it. Um, so, yeah, next up, we've got uh, Graham, Graham Hyde, uh, Vice Chairman of the League United Sports. <clears throat> um, followed by... So, it, it's difficult to describe kind of the impact that Marcelo's had, I think, in terms of connecting the football club back to the city, connecting football fans back with a love of a game that has become so distant, so driven by money, so purely success-orientated that... You know, to see something like we've witnessed over the last three and a half seasons has been to really reconnect us with what football's about. That it's not just about being in the Premier League. It's not just about having, you know, £50 million strikers. It's about being taken on an emotional journey. And I think for the end to have happened the way it is, is a sad, sad end to what has been a beautiful beautiful journey that we maybe were struggling a little bit but I think we would have got through um, to the end of the season and I think we could have taken it from that point Um, you've given us so much Marcelo, it's been 
just wonderful. Um, and I don't think we'll ever forget that. Let's hope we can secure the future of this football club going forward because the memories that we have of you will always last. Yeah, thanks, Graham, ever so much. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Sam Johnson, once of Leeds United fame and of now of the OKB podcast. Hi, guys. I hope you're all keeping well. Um, I know there was a few of us feeling a little bit worse for wear after we sort of heard the news of Bielsa. Um, listen, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Uh, I just want to give sort of a personal thank you to Bielsa and his team. Um, you know, having had the privilege of, of walking out at Ellen Road as a player, the club obviously always meant a lot to me, uh, but I didn't leave under the circumstances that I, w I would have wished. Um, and so there was a little bit of a disconnect there. Um, but since the man took over, he's helped me to fall in love with the club all over again and, and helped me to realise actually how much the club means to me. Uh, and, you know, when, and for that, I'll be sort of forever indebted. Um, you know, I'm sure he'll continue his great work wherever he goes. And, you know, I think it's time to try and, and move on, um, however hard that may be. Um, but I genuinely wish the man all the best for the future. What a bloke, by the way. You know, um, how he's galvanised everybody in the city and, you know, it's just incredible the work that him and his team have done. And, yeah, I wish the guy all the best for the future and moving forward. Thanks for everything, bud. Nice feel to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say chow above his head or something like that when he was, when he was talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you start ripping him no wonder he doesn't come on much I think just to highlight some of the words that he's used there galvanising the city of Leeds and, and you know mm. bringing, bringing, bringing communities together and stuff some of, the, some of the words and Graham as well Graham again straight after I'd mentioned it you know about, about success orientated and, and things like that so <laughs> So, yeah, look, two fantastic tributes there. One from somebody who's been involved with the club for a long time in Graham and one who's fell back in love with the club in Simon um, through through Bielsa's times as well. Does anybody have anything else to add to either of those two videos before we sort of have a little bit of a, a little bit of a move on? Further to what Simon said about Simon's falling in love with Chad. As <laughs> um, anyone who's been married will know, there's a massive difference between being in love and loving something. <laughs> fucking LJ, it's not a day when I'm removing the top. Oh, I'm only messing. Next up, Stop we've got uh, Legion United author um, Dave Rowson. Evening, guys. Uh, spookily, I'm at Rudin Park, which I believe was Marcello's uh, first home when he moved to Leeds, but I think he quickly binned it off and uh, headed to his little flat in Weatherby. Um, gutted around him going. Um, the three and a half years have been absolutely superb. Um, really reignited Leeds United and connected with the fans and such a lovely fella. Um, I really thought they'd st stick with him until the end of the season, but uh, it wasn't to be. Yes, results hadn't been great and uh, clearly the club looks like it's going to be going in a different direction. But um, really, yeah, not the decision I would have made. 
Um, again, I dropped him a copy of my book, hadn't got round to doing it, but dropped one in for him on Friday and said I had every confidence that uh, he would pick up the points needed to uh, keep us in the division um, and leave under his own terms. So really gutted, um, but you know we've got to go and keep ourselves in this division. It's what he would want and uh, rally round and uh, you know march on together again because we are leads and uh, we take the knocks and. Uh, we have to get on with it. So, uh, sad, sad day yesterday, and uh, does feel like we're we're mourning the uh, loss of somebody close. And uh, would have hoped the club would have treated him better than they did. Um, but come on, Leeds, we can stay up this year. Let's do it. All the best, guys. Yeah, cheers, mm. man. Really, really, really good, good little little interview. That I don't know if you were like meant to be where you were because you were sort of looking a little bit shifty. But yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Thank you ever so much for sending that in. Um, up next, we've got uh, somebody who's probably, I don't know if he's probably met, met some, met, met him maybe, uh, certainly more than we have, but somebody who does a lot of work around around the city. Some of you may know him as Pants Danny uh, or Billy Banks here, but his name is Andy McVeigh. Thank you, Andy, for sending this next video in. Oh, Billy Banks here. Bielsa, God, where do you start? Like many people, I feel numb, I feel empty. It genuinely feels, it feels like when we had our dog put down, <laughs> you know, deep, deep down that, you know, this isn't life and death and, you know, it's not going to really destroy your world. But it feels that it's going to take a long time to get over it. It feels like a genuine bereavement. And, you know, the football was sensational. The football was incredible. It gave us moments that I remember my son looking at me when, and we scored that fourth, his second game, 4-1 derby away. And Danny looked at me like, Dad, what is going on? Because we turned from the Black Bull pub team, Rothwell FC, into Real Madrid in, you know, one summer, in six weeks of him training them. And I said, I don't know, Dan, I don't know what's going on. It were, it, it were almost surreal. And it just kept going and it kept going. And to see my lad enjoying going to the game, for the football, he enjoyed coming with me just for the occasion of it, but he enjoyed the actual stuff that was going on pitch for a change. And to see us tear people apart and play this brand of, you know, thrilling stuff, that'll last with you forever. And and that moment with my lad, thousands of people have had those kind of moments with their kids, with their mums, dads, granddads, whoever they go to the game with, you know. And, and, and as well as football, for me, 75% of it were the off-the-field stuff. You know, the thing that got that brought me yesterday, that got me in tears, was that clip of where he gets out of his car. He's driving away from an away match. I think it's Derby County. And he gets out, sees a Leeds fan in a wheelchair, a young girl, I think it is. And he gets out to give her a massive hug. And, you know, would Mourinho do that? Would even Klopp do that, Guardiola? I don't think so. They'd be off in their limousine. Um, and that were happening all the time. That wasn't a one-off. You know, yes, there were these lovely little kind of cute moments where he goes shopping in, in Morrison's with his trolley and all that, just being a normal bloke. We all do that. But obviously top managers never do. But the constant, you know, time for selfies and autographs and he brought sweets for kids before a game. Who does that? You know? You know, who gives kids Ogin Street when they're stopping for a picture and that? Just And thousands of our kids in this city... Thousands of Leeds kids 
that humility, that integrity, that respect for everyone, that will have sunk into them. And I'm sure that there's thousands of kids now from 6 to 16 who will treat other people better because they've seen their hero, Bielsa, do the same. You, you know, there's that saying that you can tell a lot about a person, how they treat, you know, the bin man, the cleaning lady, the you know, the supermarket worker. They treat them the same as they'd treat a film star or a millionaire. And Bielsa were the epitome of that. You know, there's all these stories. He, he, when we got promoted, he thanked the backroom back staff and everybody. But he also thanked Vera, the lady who brought him tasty soup every day and left it on his doorstep in the lockdown. Can you imagine Guardiola thanking a little old lady in Manchester for leaving him some soup? Because they'd want Champions League. I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's just a beautiful thing. And... Now he's gone, it it feels like we're just going to be another Premier League club now because we've lost this amazing man. I was proud. I was so proud that he was our manager. It, you know, you're always proud of being a Leeds fan, aren't you? But there haven't been that much to be proud of. But I was proud that he was ours. It, it was like, you know, unique. And it People are sad that he's gone, but we're also really lucky. You know, 99% of football fans around the world will never have Bielsa as their manager. So we have to look at it like that. It's been an absolute privilege to have him. And, yeah, be sad and be be gutted that he's gone. But, you know, just be thankful that you've witnessed what he's done. Um, and you've been able to see a genius at work, but also an incredible human being. And... God, I'm going to have to go. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm not normally like this. I've never been like this about any player or manager before. God, right, I'm going to go. Bye. No, oh, brilliant. That's, that's the best thing about that. I think that's just smashed everything about it, hasn't it? It's just smashed everything about it. We, we, we've all tried voicing that. And I think that in just in that condensed bit there, he's, he's voiced what all of us were thinking. He's, and yeah. it's about... The humility and the integrity of the man, more than anything else. Although Correct. I have, I have seen someone else handing kids sweets before games, and it's Jay. I thought, I thought that were about you. <laughs> Some weather's originals being thrown around there, Jay. I thought that were about you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think look, the, the less the less said about that, less is more often in it. You know, we don't really need to say about Andy's video there because it was literally nail on the head stuff. Yeah, um, before we just go on to the last couple of videos, um, just going to fly through a couple of comments that have come in while we've been going through these, these videos, if you don't mind chaps. Yeah, um, Emmy one. says a Southern nine-year-old mm. probably wears his least kit to after school training every week. When his coach asked him, about it, he said he watched Takers Home on Prime, and I'm going to play for Leeds one day. You know, mm. you know stuff enough. like that. I mean, Alison and Marty, great tributes. Uh, Gordon Marcelo wasn't just about people, uh, just about football. Sorry, he was more than that to Leeds fans. He loved United, the people, and the city. Look, I think I think there was a lot of a lot of stuff going round about Marcelo when he chose Leeds. Leeds. He, you don't choose Marcelo. Marcelo chooses you. Was this, was was the thing that was banded about, and and I think he he did a lot of research into Leeds and, and the city and the culture and the people and everything. And I think that sort of a, a, a epitomizes that, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Emma Bernal has said we were very lucky 
to meet him once after leaving a match. He had his jumper on back to front and made him love me even more. <laughs> uh, you can see him do it, that, can't you? 100%. 100%. Carl Will said, Dave, yeah, I think Dave's was great, great message um, about sort of moving forward and, and being leads. Um, wouldn't surprise me if Marcelo comes back into management in the future. Bielsa has been good for leads as Leeds have been good for him. Bielsa's stock hasn't diminished. His services will be in demand. That's a good talking point. Um, but I think we'll probably save it for uh, a proper pod um, about yeah. his, you know, his, his, his next steps and things. So, yeah, great, great, great point, um, Michael. Uh, Demi says that was so true. Lindsay, that this message nails a lot. Uh, Emma, Christ, pants made my eyes leak. I don't know if that's one <laughs> sentence or if there should be a comma in there somewhere. Yeah, that was um, Christ. Punks Danny made my eyes leak, wasn't it? Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, of course it um, was. Came from the heart. Yeah, bueno. Brilliant. Breaking down again. Smashing. Some Before great, you great move stuff. on, Luke, um, I will just say that comment from Emmy Lou about her uh, nine-year-old, I think she said it was. Um, that is another thing that that highlights. That whole lost generation of... Leeds fans that we were having, you know, were young kids that didn't follow Leeds yeah. because we were crap. And yeah. I feel like Bielsa's done a lot to bring kids like that back. And so he's not yeah. only done massive things for us now, he's done massive things for the club forever, Correct. for years. And it goes I back to it... it goes back to again what, what Pants Danny said about about the kids having more, you know, more, you know, sensibility and, and hu humanity and mm. humility and being nice to each other and being more friendly and, and maybe giving their mate their last sweet when when maybe our generation would have just scoffed them all and, and then had one left and booted it down the road and made your best mate chase it or something like our that. Our generation would want somebody for theirs. Yeah. Um, and it's just <laughs> right. Sorry, Smarty. Sorry to talk to you, mate. No, no, it's all right. There's a lot of sweet targeting talked about in this pod. Um <laughs> No, what, what, what resonates with me is that, that you know, before Bielsa and maybe, you know, maybe even a couple of managers before that, it would it were a bit embarrassing to, you know, be, be proud of Leeds and all that sort of thing. Mm. We all stuck together. You had that Leeds thing where it's us against the world and all that sort of stuff. But over time, you know, when Bielsa came on board and, and, and over time, you were actually, it would chest out, we are Leeds, you know, and people took notice and people knew exactly what we were about. And it was something to be really, really proud of. He, him and the, and the whole team gave us a team to be really, really proud of again, rather than kind of like, yeah, I'm Leeds fan for my sins, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah no, I think I've said those exact words in the past. Yeah, I have, definitely. <laughs> for my sins, for my sins, I'm Leeds fan for my sins. We're shit, um, but the team, I love them. <laughs> yeah, smashing. Last last couple of videos then. Uh, last couple of friends videos, should I say. Uh, and then we've got a very special uh, ending, a tribute that Jay's, Jay's put together for us today. Um, so we'll start with um, Jamie Ralph, who runs the Newell's English account, who put a very heartfelt message out the other day um, saying long. that we're always welcome to, welcome to the Estadio Marcelo Bielsa over in, uh, in Rosario in Argentina. Um, so this is what Jamie's got to say about the time he's, he's, he's known as. Hey Luke and all the Art Know Better hosts and listeners. Uh, this is Jamie here from the Newell's Old Boys English account on Twitter and the NewellsCaraco.com uh, website and online store. Um, yeah, what can I say about the last three and a half years with uh, Marcelo Bielsa at Leeds? Um, I'm not exaggerating, but it kind of did change my life in a way. Um, I'd set up the Newell's Old Boys English Twitter account about six months before Bielsa joined. And I remember at the time that I'd been posting tweets about rumours of what club he was going to go to next. He was spending some time in Mexico and things like that. And then he got linked with Leeds. And 
think most Leeds fans will tell you that they didn't really know much about him um, before he arrived. So what happened was my account then became suddenly the kind of expert voice, weirdly enough, on Bielsa's career and his history with Newell's. And um, I remember the, the day he was appointed, I remember watching the first match against Stoke and I couldn't have predicted then everything that's happened over the last three and a half years. Even personally, I've been over to, I mean, I mean, most listeners and will know and, and most people, a lot of people who follow the account will know that I'm a Spurs fan and that I got into Newell's through Maurizio Pochettino, which is how many Leeds fans now have kind of got into Newell's as well as through Bielsa, as through an ex, an ex-player or a manager. But, um, Bielsa had taken over as like, just, I mean, I've been over to Ellen Road twice. I've made loads of friends in Leeds, lifelong friends now, I hope. I've been on loads of podcasts like your own. Um, and I feel like I kind of had this responsibility to, to teach people about Bielsa's former career and about who he is. And in an instant, that seems to be gone now. Um, yeah, so absolutely gutted. Um, I think think the way it's happened has been quite unfair um and from what i believe it's been a very emotional few days in leeds um because you know he's been at his happiest for so long in in your city and at your club and it's just shocking to think that he's not going to be on our tv screens anymore and on the sideline at ellen road um it certainly has kind of left a, a gap in my life now and um who knows what happens next? Uh, I wish Leeds United fans all the best, um, and I I do um, hope that you will stay up this year. I'll be be uh, keeping an eye out for you and hoping that um, the next the transition to the next manager is a success. And I hope that you all will keep an eye on on Newell's Old Boys results as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, as I said in the in the statement that I wrote yesterday, for all the Leeds fans. Um, you're all welcome at the Estadio Marcelo Bielsa in Rosario. We've we've taken many many Leeds fans uh, to games there already, and just because Marcelo is not the manager anymore doesn't mean that you're no longer welcome there. Um, I'd love to 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 show you around and and show you the stadium and bring you bring you to a match. Um, so yeah, let's hope that the relationship between the two clubs uh, is maintained, um, because it's been yeah a crazy few years. And certainly, um, I've gotten so much from it. So much from it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, thanks, Luke. Hope to catch up with you soon. And uh, yeah, all the best to leave for the rest of the season. Cheers, Carl. Yeah, Carl. That was nice. Carl. <laughs> Carl. Uh, yeah, really, really good video. <laughs> and it sort of almost echoes his, his statement. We'll, we'll have a bit more of a chat about that after our, after the final. Uh, the final video that we've got from friends of the podcast, and this was uh, this was a bit of a surprise. This one that uh, that stats who unfortunately can't be with us tonight managed to uh, managed to scramble out the bag, and, and uh, yeah, it's Mister Mister Simon Grayson. Hi, Simon Grayson. Here. So, what does Marcelo Bielsa mean to me? Well, when he first arrived nearly four years ago, there's a lot of people that'll be wondering who he was, and if you did know him. How long was he going to stay at Leeds United? What sort of impact was he going to have? Well, I suppose you can only say that he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats of Leeds United from turning an average bunch of players um, to a large core of that group of players into Premier League players, finishing in the top half of the division in the first year, playing free-flowing football, entertaining football, um, 
an unbelievable coach that has been such um, an icon to the supporters, to the city in general, rejuvenating a football club that really wasn't going too far in the last few years. And he's certainly placed a massive emphasis on being humble, being down to earth to the point of stopping having pictures with kids, adults, coffees in Weatherby. Um, he's such a fantastic character and been immense for, for Leeds United. I think when you look also on what he's done for the club, He's brought a club that everybody used to hate, the now second favourite team, to the point of where when Leeds scored against Aston Villa in the Championship, he allowed um, Aston Villa to go down the other end and score and got a, a fair award off it. So um, what a, an icon, as I said, for the football club in the city and very privileged uh, to have seen him and been around um, and be part of this new era of Leeds United supporters, of people that are enjoying everything that uh, is connected with Leeds United. So, can't speak highly enough of him and he will certainly be missed, but certainly not forgotten. Fantastic. Awesome. Hey, yeah. Well, how good is it to see, uh, see Simon looking so well? Um, somebody who's, who's been through exactly, well, not exactly the same as what Marcelo's been through, but, he, you know, he's got a team promoted uh, and then obviously been through the, the, the you know, the re the relinquishing of duty, shall we say? Um, uh, so somebody there who who pretty much has done almost the exact same as as Marcelo, albeit a division difference. Um, just unreal. Just the, the amount of respect these people, all these people we've we've had on tonight from from uh, from people who do podcasts and YouTube, from people mm -hmm. who aren't even fans of Leeds United, from ex players, um, ex managers that. Isn't it? I don't even know what the word is, Matt. You're better with words than me. What's the saying when, like, they all have a similar common denominator, all have the same values and beliefs? As you know, they've all come to the same conclusion about the same man. He's unified a city, so but it's not, you know, the appeal's wider than that. So he has unified a city, and, and I think that you know that that message has come through. I think. Rather than specifically focusing on on those past couple, I think if if you take the messages overall and and, and um, look at the threads that are running through them, it, it goes back to the fact that he's just a good man. You know, you could always be in a scenario. You know, we we've had Bates and and that sort of shy involved in the running of our club, but you knew actually that with Bielsa at the helm and managing the team that actually not only would he um would his integrity come through in everything that he did uh but at the same point you knew that things would be done in the right manner for the right reasons you know we reflect on the fact that he got the players out litter picking for three hours to 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 show them how a supporter um had to work to earn a match day ticket you know, to, to, to impress upon them what it meant to be able to go and watch them and showed that the players are, are in a privileged position. But if you listen to the players that he did that with, what they would talk about is the privilege of being able to play under Marcelo Bielsa. And it's that, it's an overall mutual respect on all sides. And yeah. I think that echoes to everything that he does. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to say one thing, Matt. Um, 
sorry, Luke, just about the litter picking, you know, so the players know what fans have to do to get a ticket. I'm just really glad that he chose litter picking and not some of the things other people do to get a ticket because that could have really <laughs> messed our season up, you know. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, what I want to do then, there's obviously one final video. I've got a little statement that I wanted to read out, which is probably the best. Just before I've you get into that, I do, I, I do want to watch <laughs> the other one. I want the little yeah, video. Yeah. I want you to play it. Yeah. The little one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do that in a second. Uh, but what I all wanted right. to do is what? just get if you if you could meet up from all of you before we put that on. Before if you could all meet up with Marcel and say thank you for one thing in his time and his tenure here. What would be that one thing and, and <clears> why? And I'll start with you, Jay. Um, I guess I'd say thank you for giving us our club back, and for giving us something we can be proud of again, not something that is a laughing stock of other clubs who relish and enjoy getting one over on us anymore. Sorry, Jay, just really quickly, if anybody in the comments wants to wants to add to this, please be my guest and tell us what one thing you'd thank Marcelo for. Please, but please, we'll flash the best ones up. Go well, on, that's Jay. it, really, for me. It's just, he's, he's made me proud to be a Leeds fan again. He's like we alluded to earlier you know it used to be a bit of a joke didn't it oh, i'm a leeds fan yeah you know we're crap you know but i love them you know but now it's like yeah you know i'm a leeds fan we're awesome we're in the premier league we absolutely destroyed the championship we play amazing football or we did um you know we can all be proud again and he's as matt said he's, he's united the club the city the fans just the whole atmosphere around the place and it's like when you go out on a match day now it's even when you're in town before a game it's different now to what it was in the dark days people are in a good mood you can have a laugh that you can feel it in the air and i'll, I'll forever be grateful to him for bringing us that back good yeah brilliant smarty um kind of echoing what what jay said really i think if, if i would say thank you i, I, I suppose I'd thank him for taking the Leeds United DNA, ripping the bad bits out, rebuilding it into something that we we know we now know and love. Um, mm. Rebuilding the structure, redeveloping the culture within the club. Um, you know, like like Matt said, um, you know, uniting a fan base um, and just laying the foundations for. Whoever may take over, I know it's you know Jesse or whatever, but not just him, but for for future managers to be able to come into this club and 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 do the best they can, um, and and that's down to him really. He, he's redeveloped the whole club from from the from the ground up, and and you know, and I will always, I'm sure all of us will always be thankful for that. Especially our fan base. Our now, fan if base. ever there was a more splintered fan base coming off the back of Chilino and Evans and Hawk and heck, and the rest of it. You know, our fan base, it, 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 Twitter was forever toxic. It was all the time. And actually, during his tenure, it's been, you know, there's been some fractious elements in it. They're always going to be. But in actual fact, it's it's been placid compared to previous. By by a long shot, there's been nothing like the same level of mm. uh, ire in terms of uh, being that. But, but just to reflect on, I think it was Jay that said it, is um, somebody would ask you what, what football team's like, somebody that you've not worked with before would ask you what football team you support and you say Leeds, and you would, you'd get laughed at and you knew you were going to be because we were the laughing stock and now they don't laugh. 
that's what he's given us. And that's that, that, so you know, I always felt pride because um, Yorkshire have Leeds, and um, you know, I, I think that um, you know that that's that's an important part of who I am. But to be in a position where you can where you can say that, and, and that it's changed the reaction that everybody else has towards Leeds as well. It's not just us. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah, spot on. We've had a we had a couple of comments in in while we've um, while we've been on there. Um, Emma Bunnell, thanks, thank you for giving us some pride. United the city again, some glorious football, just everything. Pretty much echoing what we've all what, what you've all said there. Um, progressive gears, hope, pride, and unity. Yeah, exactly the same right. again. As Jay said, Marcelo for giving the club and club and city its idea. It's not just the city. It's not just the city. It is it is every Leeds fan and every town and city that they live in when they're walking around with their Leeds shirts on. They're not. They're, they're recognised. They're not just a Leeds United shirt because there's the odd person in the city or a, a little town that supports them. Le we're Leeds United and we're back. Do you know we are back? Yeah. Uh, and that's what he's brought to us. All those happy memories. Carl's uh, said, "I'd like to thank you for keeping me on the edge of my seat since the first minute against Stoke. It's been some ride. And uh, look, you can't, you can't really fucking argue with that, can you? Um, no. it, it has been such. It's been some ride, man. It's been absolute chaos from from yes. day dot. Um, yeah. From that first season when we missed out on promotion, when we should have been promoted, right through to you know, right through, right through to to, to now." Um, for making grown men feel enough to cry openly <laughs> and give no fucks, yeah, I think there's been quite a few tears uh, over the past few days, uh, and I don't. I, you know, has been some tears while we've been on here. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't begrudge. Couple more to come, all being well. Yeah, don't begrudge anybody's tears. If you're going to cry, get it out and get it done. Because I think this, I think the purpose for me doing this podcast tonight is. Is about moving on. I don't know about what you guys think. Um, it is about me almost, almost thanking him and saying farewell, almost, and and and, and thanks for everything. Uh, and I think this is sort of going to help me certainly move on and 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 get back to supporting the club uh, and and not just Marcelo because although they they came hand in hand previously, we've got to get to terms now and grips and and, and understand yeah. that. That actually they're they're not anymore. So that that's yeah. going to be the most difficult thing for me. Uh, just one last one that Lindsay's just thrown in. Oh, actually we've got a couple. Um, I'd like to thank you for making me love football again, for being able to give me and my son the most special and unforgettable times at football together. You can't recreate those those moments, can you? Um, no. You just can't. You just can't create. Them. Um, so we have got one more short, very short video before we go into the final uh, part part of tonight. I'm going to read a short. Um, excerpt from an article out after this short video uh, and it is my little girl um there is a story behind it um every morning the, the little one gets into bed and asks me uh where marcelo is today and she uh, i always basically tell her she, he's in costa i always say costa and he's having a and, I'm, and i'll make something up i'll make a drink up and the drink changes from day to day like one day it'll be um uh, a skinny caramel latte with whipped cream and, and chocolate bits on. The next day it might be something completely different. Um, like a can of Fanta if I can't be arsed or I'm really tired or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's that's going to come to an end soon when I have to tell her he's on a plane back to, to Argentina. So uh, she she didn't really knew, know much about it, but she knew who he was. And uh, and yeah, she just wanted to, she wanted to send this little message in um, for everybody watching tonight.
It's brilliant. And so just one one last thing. This came from uh, this is probably the best article I've seen since uh, since Bielsa left, and I've just taken the final two paragraphs out of it. I just wanted to read these out um, before uh, before we play the final video uh, that Jay put together, um, because I think these this probably sums it up better than than any. Um, the guy's name is James Reaction. If you've seen it, it's from The Guardian. Um, Bielsa was the best possible manager for Leeds at the best possible time. After so many years of stagnation, years and waste and of years of waste and anger, he proved the perfect antidote. In the early days, there were constant fears that he would simply leave, that the Leeds curse would snare him. Yet he stuck to his beliefs, even after a catastrophic end to his first season saw them lose to Derby in a thrilling playoff semi-final. And it wasn't the grenade-wielding, pitch-invading Bielsa of his youth. It was a man who knew this may be the last major test of his guiding principles. A final shot at showing the world how football should be played. Rarely can there ever have been a greater connection between supporters and manager. More than anything, he's allowed fans to dream again. His sacking doesn't simply feel like the loss of a genius manager, rather the loss of an old friend. Uh, on that note, I'd like to everybody just to, if they've got a beer, just to have one, raise one last glass. I don't have a beer, which is, I wish you'd have told me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, long, in the background, yeah. sound, cheers. Final, final, final words are just so, so long, El Loco. That takes it into the last video, cheers. Oh, sorry. Hang on, hang on. I fucked it up. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. There was there was just one additional element that I just wanted to say that really that, that has really helped me. So while I was going through making the video, I also had a look at some quotes. And I'd made a note of one of the quotes uh, and then I'd forgotten about it. And I was going to include it in the video and then I didn't. I just wanted to, to read it out because this has really helped me. Um so they've they've shown me affection which is private, which the public don't get to see, and which I've appreciated tremendously. And I think that's so. That's Bielsa talking about Leeds fans. And I think if that's his abiding memory of us, mm. I can be all right with that. Yeah, and, yeah. and I hope that he gets to remember that as 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 he moves forward. I just want to mention that. Yeah, I hope he's loved that. Cheers, everyone.
ups and downs We're gonna stay with you forever At least until the world stops going round And every day We're all gonna say we love you A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Baradi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.